Hello again, and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. This is Noah Part 3, and is called Building God's Promise. This comes from Genesis chapter 6, verses 15 through 22, and Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. We have another thrilling episode of our biblical journey with Noah and the ark. In the previous episodes, we witnessed the wickedness of people and marveled at Noah's unwavering faith. We saw God choose an ordinary but faithful man named Noah for extraordinary plans. And today, we step into the construction site. Hard hats on, ready to explore Noah Part 3. Let's begin here. I imagine Noah standing on the edge of a field. The tree above cast a shadow on his face. There he stood, frozen, as God delivered the instructions for the ark. God gives his plan, detailing the ark's colossal dimensions. This is how you are to build it, the ark is to be 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide, and 30 cubits high. Make a roof for it, leaving below the roof an opening one cubit high all around. Listeners, A cubit is just a measurement of length. Back then, a cubit was the distance from the elbow to the tip of the longest finger. Where you live, you might use inches or centimeters to measure length instead of cubits. Okay, let's keep going. This is how you are to build it. God declares, Each measurement is not just a length or width. It's a promise etched into the very planks of the ark. Can you imagine how big the ark was? How would you have felt if God just handed you an enormous project? I would probably feel a little nervous, but also happy, scared, brave, and I don't know. Thanks for sharing. Noah, determined and faithful, orchestrates the construction. The rhythmic percussion of hammer, the melodic hum of saws, and the harmonious collaboration of Noah's family resonate across the landscape. Each nail driven into the ark, every board placed with precision, weaves a lesson of obedience and trust. And as Noah works, the curious eyes of animals bear witness to this giant project. Maybe elephants trumpet in approval, birds flutter about, and even the lions seem to nod in acknowledgement. 
Have you ever built something with your hands? Yeah. How did it feel to see it come together? Happy. Thanks for answering. Now, back to our story. God, the master architect, ensures there will be an entrance. Put a door in the side of the ark and make lower, middle, and upper decks. God instructs, Noah, obedient and precise, follows the divine plan. I am going to bring floodwaters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens. Every creature that has breath of life in it, everything on earth will perish. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark. You and your sons, and your wife, and your sons' wives with you. You are to bring into the ark two of every living creature, male and female, to keep them alive with you. Two of every bird, of every kind of animal, and of every kind of creature that moves along the ground will come with you. Then, in a breathtaking spectacle, creatures of every kind gather, two by two, male and female. Guided by an unseen hand, they approach the ark, forming a parade of God's creations. The Ark becomes a living testimony to God's plan for preservation and renewal. Noah, the chosen custodian, stands in awe as the animal kingdom assembles before him. Listeners, if you were Noah, how would you feel knowing that God was entrusting you with the care of all of these animals? I would feel overwhelmed. I love animals. It can be fun. What animal would be your favorite? Polar bear. Bunny. Now, is there one you'd be scared of? I know I'd be a bit scared of a mountain lion or a bear. Lions, probably rhinos, cheetahs and crocodiles. Thanks for sharing. You are to take every kind of food that is to be eaten and store it away as food for you and for them. God reminds him to kind of make a grocery list. They would need provisions not only for Noah and his family, but also for the diverse assembly of animals that would share the floating ark. I often wonder how in the world they gathered enough food. 
Did one of Noah's sons make a wheelbarrow and and cart the food to the ark all day long? Well, as the final hammer strikes echo, let's remember that God said, But I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark. A covenant, a sacred promise to preserve life. Full of obedience and faith, Noah stands marveling at the massive structure coming together. His faith has gone beyond planks of wood and nails, becoming a towering statement to trust in God's promises. Animals led by a divine force approach the ark, ready to embark on this journey. The Bible says Noah did everything just as God commanded him. As the construction progresses, the ark begins to take shape, like a colossal wooden vessel rising from the earth. The bustling activity around the ark mirrors the bustling animal life that will soon find refuge within its walls. Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, work alongside their father. The ark becomes a testimony to the faith of Noah and the faithfulness and mercy of God. It stands as a symbol of hope in the midst of a world about to be washed clean. Now the Bible doesn't tell us exactly how long it took to build the ark. Some have suggested that it took Noah several decades to build, while others think it was shorter. But we do know it took a really, really long time. Word of the ark's construction would have likely spread throughout the land, capturing the attention of both curious onlookers and skeptics. Wow, would you look at that? Some probably approached with wonder, marveling at the sheer magnitude of the project. Ha! Huh. Unbelievable. Glad I'm not his neighbor. While others may have scoffed, saying Noah's efforts were foolish. Despite the reactions, Noah remains steadfast in his mission. How do you think Noah and his family felt as the ark started to attract attention? How would you feel if you were in Noah's place? Proud and embarrassed. I can picture that amidst the swirl of sawdust and the rhythmic sounds of construction, Noah takes a moment to gather his family. Seated together on the wooden planks, they probably shared a meal. As the family eats together, Noah might have imparted a spiritual lesson, saying something like, Our hands may be building this ark, but it is God. It is God who is building something far greater within our family. 
and within our hearts. Who knows what Noah and his family spoke about during the ark's construction? The Bible doesn't say, but I can only imagine the things they talked about. Maybe at the end of each day, as the sun set, Noah would gather his family to revisit the blueprint, God's plan. Unrolling the parchment, he might have traced his weathered fingers over the intricate details. In every measurement, in every plank, in every nail, God has given us a promise, thought Noah. In the warm glow of twilight, the ark stood, reminding them of obedience, trust, and the unfolding covenant between God and humanity. Well, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. In today's story, we saw how Noah pressed on, even when he was probably faced with criticism and doubt from those around him. Picture the puzzled expressions and the questions he might have received from people passing by. Yet, Noah persevered, trusting what God said and completing the task God had entrusted him with. Let's remember this important lesson of perseverance in the face of criticism. Criticism is kind of like someone judging you, but they are doing it in a way that is mean. They may make fun of you. There may be times when you feel like Noah, facing questioning looks or words. Examples from our life might be people asking, why are you praying before you eat? Or, I don't get why you can't watch this show. Is it really that big of a deal? You can always answer them truthfully, but with kindness. And in those moments, stand firm, just like Noah, because God sees your efforts, and He has a plan for you. We can also look to the New Testament for help. In the book of Hebrews, it says, Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. You see, Jesus faced criticism people mocking and teasing him, and the cross. But he endured, staying true to his mission for the greater joy ahead. So when you obey God, but at times it might feel challenging because of what others say or think about you, remember Noah's perseverance and even more, the enduring strength of Jesus. Stand firm in your faith, persevere, and know that you are part of something much bigger. Well, that is it for our story today. Thanks again for listening. Make sure to hit subscribe so you hear the next episode in our Noah series. 
We also have fun coloring pages, activity sheets for the episodes, and our brand new Noah Bible study, which goes with each of these episodes. You can try any of these things for free, and while you're on there, I made it so that you can look at the entire library of bonus content. Just go to kbspodcast.com, click bonus content. The link will also be in today's show notes. Thanks again, everyone. And as always, bye for now.